I mean, I mean, what Fiji was it? Fiji. The in, uh, there, we have the Virgin Islands, and then there's the what, the British Virgin Islands, which I, I never understood. Yeah, yeah. we we just split that. We're just like, here you go. It's yeah, like, what about some titling on it? If the Caribbean is just a weird place, it's like you can be like on the same island, and then like you're sitting there, going like, okay, I'm gonna drive the. Why is everything in French now? <laughs> what what <It's> happened? <laughs> What happened? In the Dominican Republic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like you broke off a country like a biscuit friendly. and just went, there you go, John Half. That's, I mean, that's almost like the. Here's the question, and, and I don't know this, but I really would like to know. In the Virgin Islands, when you go from the American part to the British part, do they have changed the sides of the road? <laughs> like, <laughs> Mid, midway. It's just like all of a sudden. It's also just like, why? Okay, we're just going on the other side of the road. Why is everything in kilometers? <laughs> what's this miles per hour shit? <laughs> Wait, I get it. What, what's these signs? They've got like red circles on them. Man, gas is really cheap here, guys. Wait, why is it? <laughs> what is L? What is L? liter why do they call it <laughs> petrol it's gas <laughs> what's these mags on these shelves <laughs> I, I i don't i don't understand why is there brown sauce wait you put, wait wait wait, wait, wait. Everyone. so much brown sauce listen i, I got <laughs> on everything why are they telling me to put vinegar on my french fries but what, what, what do you mean what? they're chips? <laughs> they're giving me cookies and they're calling them biscuits. They're not biscuits. They're cookies. They're cookies. <laughs> I want some biscuits and they gave me cookies. I I just wanted something to go with my fucking soup. <laughs> so why have you given me Bisto's gravy salts? This is not what I asked for. They put gravy on everything. (laughs) (laughs) I asked for a pie and there's meat in it. (laughs) God, why? What's going on? Worst diner ever. That makes sense. That makes sense. We're in Jamaica. We're good. Okay, yeah, well, that's true. (laughs) But that's Jamaica. By the way, not independent. Are we going to play that game eventually one of these days? We've done James Does European Geography. Are we going to do the like the, the Commonwealth game, which is like, is this independent or not? The Falklands! Independent or not? <laughs> Jamaica! Independent <laughs> or not? <laughs> James plays the independent game. <laughs> Guam! We're not really sure! <laughs> no, we, we don't want to talk about that. We, we don't want to talk about Guam. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about Guam. If we if we put too much weight on it, it'll capsize. Yeah, uh, we don't want to. Talk about it. <laughs> Why so don't you want to talk about Guam? I mean, I mean, we don't want to talk about Guam because you know it's not like it's a strategic thing to be able to handle a strategic airbase in the middle of the South Pacific. <laughs> We're a gaming podcast. We're right? gaming <laughs> podcast. <laughs> by the way, if anybody right started this and wondering whether they missed the actual start of the show. You haven't. This is the start. Of this, this is how we start the show. <laughs> Meanwhile, coming exactly soon. Exactly normal. This is actually fairly regular. <laughs> yeah. The history <laughs> won't explain itself. The new podcast coming out from the Tigwhippies family. <laughs> let's talk colonialism. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, James. Let's let's not. But on a more derisive topic, we could talk about Blizzard. <laughs> yes. Yes, we could. So, um, <laughs> 
The good news coming out of Blizzard is people that were surrounded in the whole harassment suits, uh, people that are apparently involved in it, have been let go. Three of them, in fact. Two of them uh, were part of the World of Warcraft design. Uh, they are Louis Barag Baragia and Jesse McCree, who is also a character in Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch. And uh, Jonathan LaCraft are all reported by Kotaku to have been let go. So they found their sacrificial lambs. Because uh, McCree and LaCraft reportedly both feature in the 2003 group photo taken within the BlizzCon Cosby suite. A They're calling of, it the BlizzCon Cosby suite. Yeah, they had they, this picture oh. had a huge photo of Bill Cosby in it, and it's like they're all sort of like, Aah. wait, wait, wait. So like, there is a literal picture of Bill Cosby in this picture. Yep. Yes, there is. That has not aged. In two thousand three, we knew that there was problems with Bill Cosby. How is that a smart idea? I don't think we ever stopped knowing that there were problems with Bill Cosby. Yeah. I think people just didn't want to believe it for a while. Yeah, that's Everyone the thing. Knew. That's the thing. The way he was hiding it was, you know, with his, his character from <laughs> on game shows and the sitcoms. He looked like a lovable person. I mean, it really changes the Pokemon and the Jello-like jokes. Into it makes you look at it. You got the jello, you put the pill in the jello, and then you have me. Whoa, Bill! Bill! It, it certainly changes oh. Um, oh. Eddie Murphy's impression. Oh, you know, God, yeah. Doesn't yes, it does. I mean, uh, that's that's more on that's that's more unfortunate for Eddie Murphy in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it is what it is. I mean, unless people, you know, people must have known back then as well. It's like the whole case over here with, with Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile was protected by the BBC while his actions uh, towards women and, and young girls was going on. He was protected for years and years and years until a year after his death, and that's when it all came out. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. The networks are fucking abominations. Yeah. But yeah, so three people have gone from Blizzard. Hopefully... This is a step in the right direction for Blizzard. Get rid of Bobby, and you know, you never know, know. He may have it even better for you. <laughs> so, some good news to start us off with. And to the three who left, if you were uh, doing this shit, just go fuck off. <coughs> good just fucking reasons. Fuck if you weren't, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, in the, you know, you go to this land called Fuck Off. When you get there, you go a bit further past the border of fuck off. And when you come back around from fucking, from fucking off and fuck off, <laughs> fuck just, off just again some more. Yeah. <laughs> just don't come back. <laughs> just don't come back. God, that, that, that is my, uh, that's my funeral tour, by the way. It's called the Lard Team Maker Fuck Off Don't Come Back Tour. It's just, <laughs> it's just someone carrying my urn around the place. <laughs> I've already told people you what know, to do you, with me. No funeral, just shoot me into space. I want to go and travel yep, the yep. universe. Yep. Uh, you're welcome to do scientific experiments with my dead body uh, involving space. I'm happy to, to lend yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even talking my body. Burn me down, make me ashes, shoot me out there. I want to <laughs> send me out in the Voyager. I want to go catch up to Voyager. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also good news for fans of Castlevania. Because that, th- there's quite a few fans out there of Castlevania wanting another one. But is um, it a Metroidvania? No, I think it's just a Castlevania. Okay, it's just Castlevania. Because <laughs> uh, Castlevania Grimoire of Souls, the canned mobile exclusive installment of Konami's legendary platform series, is being resurrected for Apple Arcade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have a thing that can make us money on a platform. So we're just going to... But will it... I guess I shouldn't have asked, is it, is it a Metroidvania? I should have asked, does it have microtransactions? That's the real question. The answer is yes, it's mobile. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't, if it's on a phone, yes, it, by it, default. It, all right, all right, guys. I have the ultimate. Bravely by default, one might even say. So, ah, Castle, Castlevania, <laughs> Castlevania developers, here, I've got this for you. Make it a Castlevania game, right? But instead of finding characters, there's a gotcha to roll on for the other Castlevania characters. And then you can do tie-ins from your other series. What is it, Konami? Yeah. Konami. So you can have snakes show up. <laughs> you can have Dynasty Warrior <laughs> characters show up. I don't know what else Konami makes. They haven't made anything really relevant that isn't a Castlevania games. Silent Hill, they own Silent Hill, right? That was what the thing mm-hmm. that they own? You could have yeah. like, you know, imagine it being like the, the, the Conehead dude. Ah, yes, Conan is on a six-star rate-up. <laughs> I don't know, Kevin. Very, very different. Very different mental image. Very yes. different mental image. Yes. I, I'm picturing that uh, that show with the aliens. <laughs> Isn't there a DJ called Conehead, too? <laughs> Now that I've said it, there's probably some like EDM artists from like the the sca- from Scandinavia going like I'm Conehead. Look at- no, we have Lord Bucketheads. Oh, that's right, it was Buckethead. By the yeah, way, you ran on a pretty decent head. platform too, if I'm not I'm mistaken. Throw, I'm throwing this at you. I'm throwing this at you in a DM. Just oh no! Get it up there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about here. Uh, oh shit! I've just realised. Uh, Chris, are you secretly Lord Binface in disguise? <laughs> Considering, look at the helmet. Look at the helmet. You got the coffee light. Don't, don't, don't reveal my my secret names. Uh, Shit, if I've done it, that's all. Am I gonna have to do it? That's edit. No- <laughs> edit out. What image? What image is this? We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'm oh, oh. Memes on, by the way. Yeah, oh, we never do. No, we don't. I, I, if you want to edit a podcast for free, you can fix it in posts. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Oh God, this so, image is huge. Um, let's let's shrink that down a little bit here. I mean, you can have secret. To am I gonna have to like? Oh, it's like who? Who's? Oh no, 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 no. Let's not move the alert box, James. That could be bad. That could be a disasterific. Um. <laughs> Of course, it's going to be a disaster. Boop, there it is. Do I need to hold it? I mean, like, can I? Here's the other question. Can I keep this here? Because this is probably copyrighted. Oh, God. Uh, it, has its tra- it has its trademark symbol on there. Okay. So I, I think we may be, I think we may be fine. Yeah. Clone it's also a 1993 <laughs> movie, so. Yep. I'm sorry, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. I'm, 
I'm just I'm just glad that that you don't have your face on on hit round here, Chris, because Fire JT used to have a habit of photoshopping stuff for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel I have to eh, eh, run away. I have to. Eh, eh. <laughs> yes, I have watched the Conehead movie. I also watched Wayne's World growing up. It's from the SNL group of people back when SNL was relevant and good and not just a political yep. humor show. Yes. Though, though. Uh, heavy air quotes on humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though I think Alec Baldwin was transcendent uh, as as his role. I have three, two, one, and two up there. Yeah. there. there. No. And I also got uh, Sir an Axe Murderer this week. Oh, isn't that when? Isn't that before he joined SNL? Mike Myers. I, I don't know. To be fair, I think that's like back when he was in the Canadian stand-up group that he was a part of. Improv group, Mike Myers. His Scottish dad, Stuart. <laughs> Just amazing in that film. It's amazing. It's amazing the, what the, the the range that these comedy actors have. Um, I grew up, and I was actually speaking with a friend about this. I grew up watching the Ace Ventura movies. Yep. And like, oh uh, yeah, I actually like Jim Carrey more in like. Uh, Spotless Mind and uh, the end in Man on the Moon and Andy, Andy Coffin. Like, I prefer his serious roles more to like that. Like, cause, but at the same time, like, you go from like him doing Ace Ventura, which is batshit crazy, especially Ace Ventura 2, which is even more batshit crazy, to then like going mm -hmm. and doing being Andy Kaufman. And you're like, that takes. <clears throat> it takes prowess. It I mean, definitely yeah. does. Yeah, an internal sign of the spotless mind. It's that's a great. It's a it's a weird movie, but it's a great movie. And I think like that's the kind of roles they have to play. But you know, I love seeing them in serious roles. The the thing that Jim Carrey fucked up on while making Man on the Moon was Andy Kaufman's relationship with Jerry Lawler. Yeah, like he he actually like Jerry Lawler hates Jim Carrey, but they were actually like Andy Kaufman's relationship with Andy Lawler was actually like they they. Thought, but they didn't really fight. It it was like actual wrestling. Yeah, it was. It was a case of Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler were friends. Yeah, it was Andy Kaufman that came to Jerry Lawler and says, "I've got an idea that I want to do," and it was Jerry Lawler that put the put the helped put the pieces in that together because Andy Kaufman, from the standpoint, loved wrestling. He loved the wrestling business. And so this, the routine of the get, you know fighting the girls, the intergender champion, and all of that was his idea that he got Jerry Lawler to help him with, and that's how they became friends because of that whole thing. And it was so when Jim Carrey did the did the movie, he didn't go into that area as much and tried when he was method acting as Andy Kaufman to be serious about it and get Jerry Lawler to try putting moves and shit on him. And that's what initially pissed Jerry Lawler off about him. Yeah. The being Andy movie is a very interesting is it's a great watch. If you haven't seen it, if you want to know more about it, but um, 
Yes. Uh, here we go. It shows you how light the video game news is when we've, we've gone down the rabbit hole starting to talk about <laughs> weird shit. And now we're talking about comedian actors. By the way, I also think some of the best act, some of the, some of the some of the best or most prolific actors nowadays right now were actually former wrestlers. Look at John Cena in The Rock. Like, I like John Cena as an actor. Like, he's in some weird movies, but like. He's got the range. He's not just playing like I'm John Cena. Like he's playing other characters. Mm. Yeah, he just the Marine sucked. He was so wooden in that. Yeah, oh. but it was like when it, that was his first the Suicide Squad. So, and he and he's ridiculous in the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, and, and like because the thing, I, I guess the point is too is that like the Suicide Squad character he's playing is obviously like he plays that villain. But like the fact that he also has then plays that role is also like a parody of John Cena himself. <laughs> nice. So like there's like a whole, like the whole point of like I think John Cena is the fact that he understands what people think John Cena is and he's willing to to quote will take the piss out of himself because of it. Like and that's what I think I appreciate about most of like the the wrestlers who have made it out of wrestling and transcended their career beyond it and have a great entertainment career. I think the rock is another great example of it as well. Is it like they, they know where they've come from and they don't take themselves seriously because of that. And the fact that they've been able to do that and transcend it. I mean, yes, the rock has done the jungle and stuff like that. Right. Or, or did like jungle films in the title with, yeah. with jungle in the title? Where's the rock? Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> But at the same time, like the like the new Jumanji movies were ridiculous with The Rock in it, and he was hilarious. And he obviously, he played against Jack Black and Kevin Hart. But like that was a very well done casted movie. He gets he kind of gets his wheelhouse. He can be an action star, like in any. Isn't he in the Fast series now? Isn't yeah? Aren't most of them in the Fast series? Yeah, now? I think so. But like you know, I he could. So. Yeah, Cena appeared in Fast Nine as a. Yeah. Uh, as Vin Diesel's brother, because you know it's all about family. It's all about family. <laughs> does, does anybody else just appreciate that Vin Diesel's doing the fast movies to just keep funding Riddick movies? <laughs> does anybody else find that entertaining? I do. I think I, that's the best. Yeah, like uh, the, <laughs> I'm waiting to see Dave Bautista show up next. That's another wrestler. <laughs> like you want to talk about a guy who's really done it better? Because like David Bautista has been in some like some serious fucking films. I mean, obviously guardians of the galaxy. I, he's made that, but he he's was been in the front bits there. Yeah. yeah. He is brilliant. In the that, galaxy. But he was in fucking blade runner. Yeah. Oh, he's in the first scene of the new blade runner movie. And he's, I mean, oh, wow. it's, it, and it's a, it's a character building moment. But the thing is like, think about the people he worked with Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, um, mm. the fucking director. I'm his name is escaping me right now. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Think about it. He's in a Ridley Scott movie. I mean, I'm not saying that like, you know, being in a James Gunn movie is like that, but like Ridley Scott is a pretty prolific and has made some very serious and interesting films. The fact that he gets to work with that, with, a, with that kind of actors and that kind of quality says something. And I think Batista has a far more range of character. And to be honest, I know they're making a Gears movie. If Batista isn't in the Gears movie as Marcus, then the people who are doing the casting are up their own asses. Yeah. 
because he is. He doesn't need to do anything. Like, Batista, just show up. You already look like a character from a Gears movie. <laughs> no, there's, there's, I would argue he could be portrayed not as Marcus, but as Dom. Okay. That's the only other character I could see him settling in on. But, like, if he is not in the Gears movie in any fashion, it's the yeah, casting department has fucked up. But you know, they need to put Terry Crews as Coltrane. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yes. yes. They, yes, they <laughs> did. <laughs> like once again, a, a role that a man has been born to play. Robert because... D- Roderick Jr. is Iron Man, <laughs> right? We we don't do that. Terry Crews, Coltrane. Terry Crews, Coltrane. <laughs> because like, I I think the guy who voiced Coltrane is a bit maybe a bit too old for that. Because he was the guy Terry Tate, office linebacker for the Reebok adverts, and they were amazing. Oh, the office linebacker. Those were the best Super Bowl commercials ever. <laughs> you killed the Joe, you make some mo. Hi, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get all headsy up in this Humpty Dumpty? <laughs> Our productivity has shot up 2,000%. I'll tell you what, right? Games companies, let's, let's swing this back before we go into what we've been playing, right? Games companies with all this problem with harassment and shit hire a linebacker, and if they see that shit happening, boom. It's Terry Tate office linebacker. Hmm. HR would, human removal. Would 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 you, would you consider touching someone up if five seconds after you did that you were thrown fifty feet and tackled? By a by a linebacker who's like three hundred and forty pounds, I don't think so. I mean, I have a, I have an alternative solution than the office linebacker. Uh, you just hire Kazuma Kiryu. <laughs> like the because the thing is with Kiryu, the threat is implied without him saying anything. Yeah, he just <laughs> like like if you just see him like just stay there and go. Mm. That's it. Like you, you, you don't. <laughs> nothing else needs to happen. Like QDU is the head of your HR, and he's got experience doing it. He's run construction companies. He's run. Uh, he's run very. What's it? He's run. He's run a Yakuza. He's run a construction mm-hmm. company. He's run a um, an, a hostess club, multiple hostess clubs. Right. Mm-hmm. He has yep. the experience to do this. He's run a contra- He's run a. Uh, a um a property management company he has experience he has a good cv and he and he obviously wants to get out of camarocho <laughs> so why wouldn't you want kazuma kiryu i mean yeah okay we're, make, we're making light of a very serious situation but the, you know it, it stands you know if you want a safer environment something almost radical like this would put a stop to it pretty it, quickly. It would absolutely put a stop to it. And we also know Kiryu is not afraid to punch women along with men. Mm. So that's the other thing, because remember, it can, it can go both ways. It's normally yeah, yeah. a specific way, but we need to also say it can go both ways. Yes, um, yes. The, the majority is one way, but there is a percentage that's there. That's the other way. Yeah. And we've seen that happen. We've seen people sadly lose their lives and take their own lives because of that. In both senses. The creative director of Night in the Woods. 
who took his own life last year because he was accused of it. And the person who accused him of it is known for lying through their teeth. Which doesn't help actual victims because, you know, that's, uh, it makes people less inclined to believe them because of the actions of this one person, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But right, let, let's 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 move on to lighter stuff now. Chris, me or Marco, what have you been playing this week? What have you been up to? Uh, I played some uh, some good old fashioned uh, Jupiter Hell, and <sighs> I have enjoyed it. It was good. That's good. When I saw that game, I was like, "Oh my god, this is Chris's game in a nutshell." It's, it's right up my alley. <laughs> I haven't gotten I haven't gotten to the end. I put myself right on the hardest difficulty I could right out of the bat. Um, and I've, I've gotten four floors in. Uh, so there's that. Nice. And then uh, I was playing something else the other day. I just don't remember what. I was a little more Generation Zero. Oh, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. My friends got me that for PC, so I have it installed as well. The problem is, like, I don't know how you did it, but I couldn't get it to stream well because it just capturing it was a bear. Like, it played fine on my yeah. screen, but like the cat, like OBS just went, nah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It was, uh, it worked fine for me. OBS of late seems to be mucking about because a couple of times on this week, Thursday, for example, it kind of reset. While I was midstream, so yeah. you'll see on my channel, you'll see two lots of Black Mesa, and then two lots of the evening Black Mesa. I don't know why, because it just resets. Do you think it just got scared? <laughs> I don't know because it did the same sort of thing <laughs> on Borderlands as well. I mean, you could get scared. <laughs> same yeah. question applies. Do you think it could get scared? <laughs> I just think it was the updates. <laughs> just updated and we just went. Um, it, um, either either the Windows update or the Borderlands update. Either way, blame the updates. Yeah, blame the updates for it. Yeah, right. pretty much. More or less, yeah. So was that all you've been playing, mate? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's been it's been busy. I do <laughs> have uh, a card game that is nearing publishable state. Oh, nice. Uh, I have a few more things to do. And, uh, yeah. I was playing, uh, be annoyed at, uh, rogue gardeners coming around and pretty much, um, coercing our next door neighbors into cutting a few branches off and costing, costing us money on Tuesday. So that was, that was not fun. Uh, I went to Nottingham and met up with Tracker 57 with real life for the first time. Which which was fun actually. We played real life snooker and I uh, absolutely horrendously sucked at it. Um, I I've completed a few games this week. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, go me! I completed Carrion, uh, which if you don't know, is like a reverse, a reverse Metroidvania. You play as the monster. And you get more powerful as you go. You eat people, you gain energy. You do it's a Metroid venue as you play as a monster. It's brilliant. It's a good couple of hours fun. Yeah, you can get lost in it at times, but you know what? 
That's fine. It's not a problem. Just go around enjoying things, you know, eating people and just scaring the shit out of them and solving puzzles. It's great. Uh, also completed the ga a game called Bound, which is an interesting one. Because you are playing as a pregnant woman who is going, you know, who's is, is you start off going to a beach. There's a house at the end of the beach. And you've got this diary and you're looking through it. And it's a pic it's, it's, it's diary of drawings that it, you've done. And the story goes from there. Obviously, I don't want to say too much about it in case people want to play it. Um, the, the graphics themselves of this game look like they were the start of Casino Royale. The Daniel Craig's Casino Royale, not the uh, Peter Sellers, David Niven Casino Royale. Otherwise, that's going to be very weird. Um, <laughs> it's well worth a play. You can do it in a couple of hours. You can get it done in one sitting. Um, but yeah, it's, more, it's quite... It's weird. It's story based, but not. If you if you if you if you can get my meaning, it's a case of there's a lot of juxtaposition in the background, and you can see it, but there's not a lot that you play of it as such. Which if I'm explaining it right, it's, it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting game. I, I I recommend it for people for a couple of hours. Uh, <laughs> See, and also I completed Black Mesa. Woohoo! Hell yeah. That last boss is a bastard, isn't it? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy of the the save points in there. I'm happy that they are generous. Um but the weird sort of alien baby thing when when you take its shields down, it, it gives no indication of what's happening where you should shoot it until it starts spinning and opens the back of its head. And you go, ah, there's what I'm supposed to shoot. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ah, oh, yes. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I like how they've, they've just sort of flushed out Zen compared to Half-Life. Because they've made it almost a little mini game in itself. With quite nice puzzles and stuff. But yeah, I really enjoyed playing that. Um... What else have I done? Uh, last weekend, I played a race in NASCAR Heat. Uh, I sucked at it. I was only about mid-20s, which is not where that car is nowadays. It's like top 10. Um, smashed through the semi-final against Judd Trump on Snooky yesterday. 6-3. Very nice. Played some more of a Seto Corsa. Did some challenges. Failed to do a couple more. Yeah. And uh, played some Fall Guys with, with Letitia Lemon. Which we uh, we didn't win, but we got close. We got a couple of seconds out of it, and um, set up for the ne next game called Brick Breaker, which was by the same people who did Bombing Busters, but it's a Brick Breaker game. And just briefly, play it started a couple of games called Omno, which is out this week on Game Pass, um, which looks like you play as a, li as a little little sort of explorer with a staff. Goes around this, this wonderful world collecting up uh, information and knowledge about animals, including a giant turtle, which is really cute looking. <laughs> you can ride on its back and get further on to the next world, and you can do teleporting stuff. I've watched Jay play some of it, and it's amazingly, amazingly chill. Uh, and then finally, on the Evercade, I started a game called Alien Brigade, which was on the, the Atari 7800 back in the day. 
And if did you guys ever play Operation Wolf? Is that the helicopter game? No. Then no. It's, it's <laughs> side scrolling uh, side scrolling shooter. But rather than you play a character on the screen, you have a gun mounted. If in the arcade it was like a plastic gun, yeah, okay. or on things like the spectrum, the light guns, and and as the screen moved across, enemies come on, you start firing at them. I played Time Crisis too. Yeah, in the similar vein. <laughs> it's it's similar vein. So that's all I played. How about you, James? Uh, I have played two games. Both we can uh, both both have. Video. Both are videos. Everything I've played, people can see for the majority of the time. Um, we'll start off with, I play a lot of Football Manager. I played the Swifts. Things are going on in that in that series. If you want, go to the YouTube channel. Take a look. It is very interesting. Um, I won't give much away. I talked with Will a little bit about what happened uh, recently in the series. But yeah, Football Manager. We love it. We're in Scotland. Yeah. Um, I have made Star Wars references and have made a bad Scottish accent. And I guess if the series keeps going well and I can be coerced, I won't have to be coerced too hard by the people who enjoy it and watch it. I may have to do an entire live stream of a match where I am doing my best. Um, who's a who's a good, bad soccer commentator? Play by play guy. Arlo White. <laughs> I'll do my best Arlo White the entire time. So a bad English accent from an American talking about a Scottish football club. It's a normal episode for you. Though, normal, really? Yeah, just just to par for the course for me at this point. <laughs> just just <laughs> the weirdness continues. Just yes. Uh, the other thing was uh, we it's back the career mode of F one twenty twenty one. And we had a very interesting Bahrain, um, to say the least. Uh, it, it, I, I believe I have a great qualifying car, but as a race car, could be interesting. As, as we have seen, um, there's a, the, the, the AI is interesting. I, I... I think I hit them as much as they hit me, which is usually something very interesting. Normally, I'm doing more of the hitting, but in the replay, we saw how much people like, I think, was it Mazapan spawn on me? Which is surprising. Yep. Schumacher did. Yep. <laughs> My own teammate hit me. I have given you no quarter in this one. I'll tell no you that. Quarter. Nope, nope. I hit Botas because, of course, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a lot of wang damage a lot of difficult racing the car i think in a is a it's surprisingly quick considering that like we are on like 80 percent difficulty like it's not a bad car but we have two tracks coming up where this thing is not going to do too well i mean it's 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 already like they've cut tracks and races out of the game because they have to get them into it at a later date. But now we're also playing. So like you're starting with a car that's underdeveloped to begin with, and now you're going to two circuits. Um, tomorrow is Spain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then after Spain is Monaco, and those are two circuits that are very wing and arrow depend and chat and like weight dependent. 
and our car is not that. Our car has it has a good arrow, but it doesn't have good downforce. And Monaco <laughs> and Spain are very much about, or at least Monaco is very downforce heavy. Like you want to have a lot of downforce at Monaco to make those slow, slow turns. And for Spain, it's just it's it's pain. Spain is a difficult it is a difficult course to pass on on a good day. So I expect that both races we're really going to see where the car is positioned, and and the R and D we're above um, Haas, we're above Williams, and we're above Alpha uh, Alpha Romeo. So where we finished in Bahrain, we qualified sixth, I think, but we finished sixteenth just shows me that the car is finished where it should be right and if you look at the r&d chart it, it qualified and finished where it, sh- it finished where it should be and yeah the driver may have had something to do with it um but it's it's going to be an interesting series like i said we're playing this on the hardest difficulty i've ever raced at um it is a new game and i've i've raced these courses before but obviously a new game and i haven't had much practice on this game with how it is, how it's tuning. So I'm still learning how the game is, how if you, I mean, you touch a curb and all of a sudden you're yeeted in some cases where like, you know, in 2020, you could touch that curb and be like, okay, I can get, I, I'm not yeeting it. There's no oversteer or understeer. But I'm excited for tomorrow. Uh, it is pain. And we all know that there's pain in Spain. Um, We'll fall, <laughs> fall mainly on the James. Yes. Yeah, we'll fall mainly on the James and it rains and the pain in Spain. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that was a good time. That Not was a great lie. time. Yeah, that the, tur- the turtle didn't need to be there, though, but we just let it ride, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, honestly, my favorite part personally, but, you know, I'm the underdog in this fight. <laughs> and the host system works, too. Good job. Good job, Twitch. Hey. <laughs> totally Twitch's fault that happened. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, shout out some pimp outs, yeah. Um, chat for being chat. <laughs> Windows um, for doing updates. Yeah, Windows, you dirty Windows, you dirty, dirty Windows, you doing updates at stupid times. Uh, but also Letitia Lemon um, this week is doing a charity event for I think it's the Free Sea Foundation. Let me double check that for us. Is one of the C's charity? Because I think one of the th- one of the C's is charity. Let's have a look and find out because it's it's quite a big one. It's it's in her wheelhouse of she is doing the. Uh, uh, it is so. Here's the announcement on on Twitter. <clears throat> August nineteenth. I'm going to be doing something very special. I'm going to be raising money for the C Free Foundation by playing all of Fallout Four. In one go. I'll also be having a chat with a lovely Claudia Lives. That's our, our Twitter handle. To start off with two. So that's Claudia Christensen. Uh, the voice of characters in Fallout, Fallout 76. And she was in Babylon 5. And she is the, uh, she is the, C, the CEO of the, free, of the C3 Foundation. So yeah. From Thursday, 7pm. UK time. Okay. Go give her a follow, watch, and help. So I expect this to be 
a world record setting stream because the Fallout 4 world record is an hour and 29 minutes. So yeah. I expect this to be a two hour stream. <laughs> I mean, you say that. She said she wasn't going to go out on a speed run for it. That's 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 what it is. And now here's a question. Have you ever seen the uh, the tomato monster? Actually, oh, that's the glitched one. Uh, so tomato anus has done it with load times in um, the pit boy app in 54 minutes, 36 seconds. Wow. But tomato anus also has like the greatest speed run of all time. Uh, any percent, uh, which is, is this, is this the exact, if this is the one I have to take a look here at it. Uh, yeah, so it is obviously a glitched one. It's a very heavily glitched game is one, but um, he has done the Fallout anthology speed run in an hour and change. And for those of you who don't know, the Fallout anthology speed run is one, two, three, four. I think one, two, three, New Vegas, four. But yeah. We- in less than an hour. In low in like an hour and change. Wow, that's that's impressive. <laughs> I watched it once and he's done it on GDQ and it was like absolutely insane. Let's see, let me see. Fallout anthology speed run. Uh yep, okay, so he does the in GDQ, he did it a year ago. He did the Fallout anthology speed run in two hours, sixteen minutes and twenty one seconds. Still impressive. It's four games. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being like, I'll just beat five games in two hours. We got a couple hours. Let me burn five games. Meanwhile, also <laughs> doing, and this is, and once again, we've talked about it before. It's the impressiveness of speedrunners doing commentary the entire time. I'm going to comment on what I'm doing the entire time I'm doing this as well. Yep. So yeah, go check her out next week. Uh, do you guys have anything? I think I've said I've said more than enough this podcast. I'll double down on that shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess do I get to do the outro? Is that my deal? Do. I did. The, yep. Do I have to do it the same way I do every single outro? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's which if you watch the football edge series, it's, you'll sound this very familiar. Um, he's been our team maker. It's the coffee night. I am a cold beer after a long day of working outside in the yard. Refreshing. Refreshing. This has been the game will play itself. Remember, it's not how good you are. It's how good you want to be because that is a freaking killer motto. We're going to keep using it. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. Funk.